for a quick pod um, on the international break um, and some LFC related events. Chris Smith is with me. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? Um, in all honesty, grateful that the international break is coming to a close. I mean, as we speak, England are on, but I'm not going to watch it. Are you? Not going to watch it. We've no. we've actually just played football together, Suarez esque up front. You are, aren't you? Well, not today. But... Well, not not <laughs> not by performance, but by luck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think end of internationals. As long as no players get injured, will be an absolute fucking blessing. To be honest, I can't wait for the Prem. Can't wait for Newcastle. And I just don't enjoy still watching this England team. Yeah, I'm not really that asked about England. Trent starts tonight. Henderson starts. Um, I rate that. I think same, but I'd rather them not. To be honest. Because of injuries, rather than, yeah. not, rather than not play. I have this weird thing about Henderson where I like him starting purely because when he plays well, I feel like he gets a bit more respect every little time. Even though when he doesn't have the best game, it probably goes two steps back. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. In in the sense that the England haters, well, the Henderson haters. Sorry, not, sorry, yeah. I mean Henderson haters. Yeah. Uh, the Henderson haters, often non-Liverpool fans, but sadly some Liverpool fans too. Look at the England team and say Henderson shouldn't be in the team, which is madness, absolute fucking madness, if you ask me. Yeah, he's, he's in that. For me, he's he, but... easily our best central midfielder available. Yeah. yeah. Well, when when the options of he who has are play. the other options? Well, I mean, people like Loftus Cheek and I mean Henderson's just lift, lifted the Champions League trophy. Yeah, Henderson has to be in that midfield, doesn't he? And yeah. he's now a nailed-on starter for arguably the best team in the country at the moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Henderson has to he, play in that team. Yeah. yeah. Um, that right. isn't what we want to cover. No, that's not what we're <laughs> going to talk about. I thought we'd um, we're going to talk about three uh, topics, I suppose, yeah, and then talk around them a bit. But I want to start with the uh, the man of the international break in the Liverpool circles, Ginny Wijnaldum. Now, anyone who follows us on Twitter probably knows that I am one of Ginny's biggest fans. I think <laughs> I reckon you're Ginny's biggest fan. I except, probably am, except for his grandma. So <laughs> Ginny Wijnaldum, uh, at my wedding a couple of weeks back, I, I named all of my, our tables as Liverpool players, oh, my yeah. favourite, and, and Ginny got the nod. I was surprised. And ev- everyone that. was like, "Why the fuck is Ginny Wijnaldum one yeah. of your table names?" And I was like, "Have you ever seen the man play?" Highlight of the wedding though, after your first dance. Oh god, the, yeah. li- the live saxophonist playing the Ginny Wijnaldum song. Ginny Wijnaldum, everyone literally lost their shit in fact that was a great moment if only Genie was there I was dancing with your 70 year old Derby supporting uncle <laughs> to Genie Wijnaldum song loving it though niche experience <laughs> but yeah, it's an interesting one isn't it because the Netherlands use him very different to how Liverpool use him yeah and it's well, a weirdly, timely reminder I think of what he can do he's off the leash more isn't he because they play Frankie de Jong sitting in, yeah. in you know what to the eye might seem like Fabinho's position but it's a totally different role he, oh, d- yeah. he does more of the recycling of possession for Holland de Jong um, kind of la- kind of like Boynaldum does for us but but yeah he's off the leash more isn't he did you, wa- did you watch any of the um, Holland game uh, saw some of it yeah I, I mean his he's more like the Newcastle Boynaldum isn't he like what we originally signed him as really he plays in a way that Klopp described him initially. Do you remember that goal? He, he He's more off the leash with late runs into the box. Do you remember that goal he scored against Arsenal in the first yes, season we had him? And late burst into the in, back yeah. right, at the, right at the death. Yeah, loved it. That um, His goal for Holland against Germany reminded me so much of that goal. Vintage Wijnaldum. Yeah. Nathan Ake robbed the ball, breaks to Wijnaldum, he wriggles free, sets off to Pye down the left, who puts in a great cross, to be fair, carries the ball, puts in a great cross behind the defence, and Wijnaldum bursts and yeah. comes onto it and smashes it through. I mean, uh, non-Liverpool fans might be surprised at that kind of performance, but I'm really not. I think 
Genie is one of the most underrated players in the in the league for me. Do you Poss- think we can still call him that? Because there comes a time with underrated players when they're talked about being underrated for so long that they start to become rated. Yeah, but I think it's just what he's asked to do in this team yeah. is limiting on what he actually can do as a footballer. Do you think it is, or do you think that yeah, it's just that he can do everything? He has so. a very hard job. Like if if we look back at other players who have tried to adapt that. Very intense role, Naby Keita being a, the, I was the about, most recent. I was about to say Keita has really struggled. Not, I mean, injuries aside, is a whole different talking point. Naby but Keita, even when but he was fit, when we first start, like when we first um, started him in the team, yeah, he didn't know what to do. with he himself. Didn't, No, because yeah. it's an extremely tactical role where you're basically asked. It's the true box-to-box midfielder, isn't it? It but is. You have to be incredibly tactically aware. The 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 Klopp, um, the Klopp system is a really weird one in this team because. It's not a typical four-three-three in that it's lopsided because Salah plays higher up. Yeah. Trent plays higher up. Mane moves inside a lot more than Salah, so you're left of the three midfielders, which is typically Wijnaldum, versus the right of the three midfielders, which at the moment is typically Henderson. Plays deeper. The yeah. left plays deeper than the right, and yeah. he's got more of a um, a shuttling role. But <coughs> especially as Robertson bombs up, yeah. like so much, so he's often covering that. The, what what would be their right midfielder, isn't he? Yeah. The amount of times during the game you see one Aldum tracking back down that wing, um, yeah, which but, is obviously is it, like the off. It's that kind of off the ball work that goes unnoticed a lot of the time. I, I feel in the Liverpool team, he, he's one of those. And you know, I love James Milner as well. Vinealdum's ahead of Milner for me, in, in uh, how much I'm uh, in favour of them. But they're kind of like the perfect 12th man in the squad. I know one Alden's starting every game for us, but he's so multifunctional right now. That's one thing I love about him so much. Yeah. Like, if you look, he, um, against, oh, I tweeted about this, I can't even remember what I was going to say. He, against City at the at Anfield for the last 20 minutes, he played wide left. He's yeah. played six for us. He's played the role he's playing now. He has Who played, he played up front? false nine against yeah, Barcelona. Yeah, it was wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he played up front. He's played centre-back. not his best game, but... No, he didn't. He had a tough game yeah. there, but he's played centre-back against Brighton as well. He, the man can just do everything. Yeah. He's um, just a class act, he really is. Yeah, he's a really, really good footballer. And yeah. I rate that this Dutch team is heavily built around two Liverpool players. Yeah. Alongside... You like the likes of De Jong as well, but and Babsy in there. Yeah, Babsy still still <laughs> going strong. How the fuck is Ryan Babsy still starting for this Holland team? <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I fucking love him still. Same. Yeah, Cult hero. He's mad, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is good to see, and and the Dutch team are getting good plaudits. To be fair, they're playing good football. Nice young team. Yeah, they're, getting back to what they used to be like, really. Yeah, it's an exciting young squad for them. So yeah, yeah uh, the ex Arsenal lad Daniel Malen scored. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on to, on to Wijnaldum's former club on Saturday then. Yeah, I'm um, optimistic, I have to say. Yeah, same. I don't rate this Newcastle team at all. Um, and I just can't see them living with our strike force, to be honest. No, I can't either. Um, but I suppose we touched on that last time, didn't we, in the last pod. So if you want to listen to more of our Newcastle predictions than in the previous podcast. But talking of our strike force, an England under-21 debut for Mr Rian Brewster. Yeah, mixed feelings about this, and I know what? What? we well we have very different differing views on Brewster. How can you have mixed feelings about him playing for the under twenty ones? Well, not mixed feelings right. as in he's done well. Mixed feelings as in I don't actually care. Really? Yeah. God, you've got to explain and talk that one out. Well, I'm like, delighted. Playing for, for the under twenty ones is there's some absolute shocking players that have gone through the under twenty ones. Of course, I don't actually feel like it means anything. But look at this current England under twenty one squad. It's it's full of Premier League players. 
It's, it, like, and it's I, the first... I feel like he's not at that standard at the moment. But do you not think that that's a credit to him? And and it's like, let's be honest, we haven't really seen Brewster play against men before, really, have we? A few, not really. A few preseason, a few pre-season games, yeah, where he was quite poor. In. But the th- I guess the excitement about Brewster is around how much the camp love him. Yeah, like that's Klopp true. is clearly that's excited true. about him. We've said time and time again about how the England setup love him. Yeah, like mentioned this so many. T- times but went to a Q&A with Trevor, Sir Trevor Brooking when England played the third and fourth place game against Belgium yeah. I went to like a screening of the game and a Q&A with Trevor Brooking and he <coughs> he was maybe still is I don't know head of FA development at the time and bear in mind this was 2018 um, so he was asked about was this before Brewster's injury uh, I think Brewster may have been injured at the time at the time yeah right, yeah yeah um, yeah he would of course he oh no sorry yeah yeah, yeah he, he definitely, definitely was been. yeah yeah he got England injured for England, didn't he? Yeah. He so he was asked about the young talent. So th- bear in mind, this is before Sancho has. Re- oh no, is it? Yeah, this is before Sancho has really hit his straps because it's before the eighteen nineteen season. Yeah. And he said the best young talents in the England setup are Sancho, Hudson Odoi, and Brewster. Bear in mind, Foden's in that age group. He didn't mention Phil Foden, which is yeah mad, really mad, it? mad. Considering Foden's getting minutes for City. Yeah, and you had lads like Reese Nelson who was playing. Was yeah. he playing Bundesliga then? Or he was definitely playing first team football then. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't mention him. Um, but then, <clears throat> you know, I, like it just goes to show that how rated he is. Him, yeah. and, him and Greenwood, there's real excitement around the two of them. Yeah, Greenwood's an interesting one, isn't it? Because oh, they've, they've put really a good. lot of faith in him. He looks really good. I, think. I mean, he has to play, really, at some stage of season. The, the, the difference between Greenwood and Brewster, for, for me, one, as you say... He's got to be automatically higher up the pecking order because yeah. United are not as good as us. And that's my worry that about Brewster. But Brewster doesn't have to play. But the main difference between the two for me is that Greenwood's a man. Like he's younger than Brewster, but he's massive. That's true. Yeah. And he's quick. Um, but Brewster still has little boy. That's true. About him. I mean, going up to the under twenty ones is obviously good for his development. Yeah. Um, it's good for his confidence I, as well. It is good for his confidence, but. Uh, my worry is that I just don't know where his minutes are going to come from without a loan. He'll play against Sorry. MK Dons, surely. Will he? Yeah. But we've got other players who, like senior players, who will also be desperate to play. But our squad is is good enough now for for you to be able to drop Brewster in alongside essentially what could be a full rest of first team. Adrian, let's say Alisson's back, you could you could easily play Adrian, Milner, Lovren, Gomez, Herver, right back maybe. And then, you know, a midfield of Lalana, Shakiri, and Jones, or I don't know. Um, you know Oxlade. Yeah, Oxlade, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a front three of Origi, Brewster, and yeah, Shakiri, or, you know, we're talking about first team players. Yeah, he he, he could easily play in a team of first suppose, team players. Yeah. yeah. Is that enough for a young boy like him? The odd cup game? I'd imagine he'll, he'll make benches eventually. Yeah. Klopp seems to be now. We were crying out for him to do this in years gone by, but he seems to now be dragging it like he got money into into trouble, didn't it? Um, but he seems to be now, you know, finding a lead and dragging players off. He never used to do that, mm. which opens you up a space on the bench for a lad like, you know, people bemoan the fact that Pep uses Foden when they're four 0 up against, any, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good experience for the lad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, stick a lad on the bench. You're not going to use all seven players on the bench. Stick a lad on the bench. Stick the lad on the bench. Give him five minutes if we're two 0 up. What kind of message does that send to the likes of Shakiri and Lalana? They're different positions, aren't they? Yeah, true. No, I, I, I rate that you love him a lot. I really do. But at the same time, I feel like we can't get too carried away with him. But we don't need to. We're so good no, that we don't exactly, need to. Exactly. It, like, it would not be the end of the world if he didn't work and went to Derby Online next season. It, it wouldn't be, would it? No. We haven't lost anything. 
Yeah, true. Other than a bit of excitement that we've got carried away with. And um, he did bits, to be fair, for the under-21, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, a bit against Kosovo. Um, <laughs> lovely little shimmy at the halfway line, plays inside Foden, bursts down the wing, beats his man for pace, cuts in, hammers across across the box... Ball ricochets to Foden, who finishes nicely. The boy Foden, yeah. yeah. There are some tasty young players coming through the England ranks yeah. at the moment. Phil, Phil Foden's really, really good. He's good, isn't he? Really good. At what, <laughs> at what time do you reckon he is going to like be in line for a senior call-up? I don't know. Because you've got players like Declan Rice. We're missing good, in that area. Good player, but... He has to be playing. He's not though. elite, is he? No, he has to be playing. I think you've got, at the moment in time, players like James Madison, who are the first ones knocking on the door for a starting spot. They're not elite players. James uh, Madison Foden, is a good Premier League player. If, if you were to look at every English centre midfielder currently playing and said in five years' time which one of these will be the best, I'd say Phil Foden. Yeah. Com- comfortably. Agreed. He's comfortably. in that bracket but, of the Wilshire-esque for me. He looks like he could be a yeah. superstar, Phil Foden, yeah, but he's exactly. got to start playing. He's never going to, though, for this system no. team. That's the problem he's got. Yeah. How, how is he possibly going to become a regular yeah. starter for that team? Part, part of me thinks Slinger bid him, but he'd have the same problem with us. He wouldn't get anywhere near our team. Yeah, that's Reali- true. Realistically, that's true. at the moment, he wouldn't get near our team, would he? That's true. And there'll be people listening to this saying, yeah, he would, Henderson, Moore, and Alden, but for exactly the reasons we've just talked about, he wouldn't get near this team no. either. Um, but did you see Ryan Brewster on Hudson Adoy's Instagram? No. Hudson Are Adoy, they friends? Well, they will be, won't they, from. Because the they're, they're heavily. Uh, Hudson Adoy is con- constantly linked with us. Yeah, so, someone, so Hudson Adoy put up something. I don't know if the, the actual caption was about his contract, but someone. Another pro commented about sign a contract, and Brewster commented underneath that saying, "Yeah, Liverpool." <laughs> <laughs> what a lad! Yeah, I, I hope he's love, he love, love the club. Agent gunman. Agent gunman. Yeah. <laughs> Bit like Bobby. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so we've touched on the Holland Germany game. Magical pictures, however, from oh, the Holland God. Estonia game last night. I know you enjoyed that one. What scenes? I really did enjoy it. <laughs> Seeing that going around the social sphere was just almost brought a tear to my eye. Presume everyone knows what we're talking about. Probably not, but go on. Go on. You, you break the news. You break the news. Oh, you enjoyed it more. The than Viking, me. Raggy Clavin, back, <laughs> back on our screens, back what it, with what could have been a beautiful relationship between him and Van Dyke. Sharing a moment with Sharing a, a wonderful moment. Leading his team out, um, a poor team out to be fair, but yeah. <laughs> what a hero! He's like the greatest sportsman ever from Estonia, alongside Mark Boom, <laughs> the ex Derby yeah. goalie. <laughs> well, I mean, he must tear it up back home. Oh, killing it, yeah. Because he's a good-looking boy, isn't he? Did you see his fashion choices though? When there were those pictures up of the uh, gala dinner or something like that. that Was it left weak? It? Awful. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> Raggy hasn't got the fashion vibes. But um, yeah, he. It's, I mean, it's, it's strange how popular he is with the Liverpool fans. But it's so weird. We, I we, love are, him. we are prone to identifying a cult hero yeah. at Liverpool. I mean, not quite to the same level, but someone like. He, did you see the interview with Momo Sissoko? He was asked. Yes. Did you yes. see that? Yeah, yeah. So, like, why, why were the fans asked about it? It was something like the anniversary of him leaving yeah, and joining or something. It, yeah. Fans were asked about him. And they were pouring out their heart about Momo Sissoko, and he started. He was <laughs> played it on French TV, and he started crying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, same. absolutely love it. We we like to pick up a cult, but it got it got us thinking. What, like, what is a cult hero, and how does it happen? It's. I almost think it's it's something that you can't even describe. Yeah, same. Because there isn't a really a definition because it's different for every player. Yeah. Like, look at someone like Daniel Sturridge. Class Do you think player. he's a cult hero? No, I was going to say he's absolutely not oh, a cult hero. I agree, I agree. And yet he, yeah, yeah. he probably should be because his, his particularly his early years, his goal scoring record yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah. So 
it's just something that these players have. Because Craven wasn't even a regular star. He was rubbish. He was our fourth choice centre back. He wasn't rubbish. He wasn't rubbish, but he was very much our fourth choice centre back, and yet loved, absolutely loved. It's weird how you get momentums of like adoration. Yeah. I honestly think silly little things like that stupid step over thing he used to do. Oh yeah. And the late goal against Burnley. That's like, it. It's, it's it, moments. It's mo- yeah, it really is moments. You could be absolutely shit, but really the Divock moments just live long in the memory. Absolutely. Someone was talking the other day on Twitter about like Premier League icons. And if you think about all the greatest Premier League players of all time, right, they've all got big moments. Yeah. So like, there's your Gerrard moments, there's your Lampard moments, Henri, Bergkamp, Zola. You think of all of them and you can picture in your head goals or specific moments. Someone was arguing that as a reason against David Silva being one of the Premier League greats. He was just saying, David Silva's been phenomenal, but can you think of any specific standout David Silva yeah. moments? And it's weird, because in like He's 30, not a highlight 30 years' time, Divock Origi, everyone will remember several moments, but he's naff. Yeah. <laughs> it's the... Well, he's not It's naff. It's almost like the Paul Pogba argument, though, isn't it? When you've got someone who can do something amazing yeah. every now and again but David yeah. Silver is the absolute opposite where he he's is, just yeah. consistently brilliant constantly phenomenal but in yeah, all yeah. of the like the I wouldn't say basics because that does him a disservice but he's just a superb footballer isn't he he's a real, really really good player considering his defensive numbers now, are good 32, as well 33 uh, yeah I mean considering his age right. he's still playing every single week yeah. in, a, in a different role to what he originally came in as in an intense midfield role a really well, intense yeah. midfield role the, the press that they do is as good as ours, if, yeah. if not better, sometimes. Um, his and De Bruyne's defensive output numbers are, are impressive as well. Yeah, like which you'd never really associate active with presses. him. No, no. He's a great footballer, yeah, a really, really good footballer. Yeah, uh, he's never really been one that I've particularly warmed to, but he's been doing it at the top level for so long now. Do you think it's his longevity to... that puts him up there? If he had have only have played for, say, four seasons... I don't know. I don't think he'd be in the conversation of no, being neither one do of I. the greatest midfielders. Because part of me thinks that... We've gone massively off topic here, but part of me thinks that, in my mind's eye, someone like a young Fabregas was be- was a better player than Silva, but I don't really think you can say that anymore. Mm. I think if you ask me in 30 years' time who was better out of the two, you have to really say David Silva, don't you? I don't, I don't, I don't for even... For what reason? Because of just his because trophies? Th- they've won everything. Yeah. That's fair. But then the individual shouldn't necessarily be praised as the team. Yeah. I don't know. Because you could have the best player in the world and win nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Steven Gerrard. (laughs) (laughs) Cult hero. Um, I'll tell you a cult hero, largely of mine, rather than the entire fan base, is whose Instagram you all need to follow because it's brilliant. Is Sotiris Kyriakos? <laughs> Have you seen his Instagram? I haven't seen his I love, Instagram. I love the big Greek. Yeah, <laughs> his what, Instagram what jokes. He just looks like a Casino Royale character. He's always on holiday with sunglasses and his long hair. And like what, what's his most defining moment? Shirt. Oh, the two foot tackle. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a negative moment, yeah. but a great highlight yeah. reel. That I getting, loved Kyriakos. He was yeah. a real threat from a corner. He was beautiful <laughs> in the air, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> who, who else has been your cult heroes then? You know I loved Momo. You know I did. Yeah. Um, Igor Biscan is clearly a cult hero. Would you say Barros was a cult hero? Don't know. Barros was quite good for a bit. He was quite good, yeah. yeah. I was, was, it Euro, at... was it Euro 2004? Yeah. Or t- was it 2000... Uh, 2004 World Cup? Four... No, sorry, Euro 2004. Euro 2004. Was that yeah. the one when he top scored and got linked to Barca afterwards? What a boy. When he'd barely yeah. played for us. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Hey, we've, got, we've got a gem, yeah. yeah. I was looking at our lineup against Juve in yeah. the 2005 
Oh, Letalic plays. Letalic and Talic Barros as our front two. Yeah. <laughs> and Scott Carson in goal. Yeah. Christ Alonso, almighty. Alonso was suspended for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, those boys really. Who's yours, cult hero? Guess. Shabby. You can't really have someone like no, that. No, Shabby's that not a cult hero. Because, I mean, You're one of the hero. criteria for me of being a cult hero is that you can't actually be very good. Yeah, I think you have to, you have to be a bit shit, don't you? Yeah. Alberto Moreno? Alberto <laughs> <laughs> Moreno's a bit of a cult, yeah. yeah. It wasn't who I had in my mind. Um, who do you like that's shit? Um, <laughs> Where to begin? There's a long list. Emre Chan. <laughs> I'm going to go with Cinema Pongo. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Niche. He was absolutely awful. Yeah. But when he came on against Olympiacos, yeah. I, I genuinely thought... I love him. You liked him, yeah. Yeah, I really. I liked thought you were going to say Danny Pacheco, but he's too shit to be a cult yeah, hero. Yeah, he yeah. actually barely played for the first team, yeah, did he? Yeah. Nabil Elzar was a bit of a hero of the O8. I loved Maxi Rodriguez. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Same. He was a great boy, wasn't same. he? And, and you know, I love Bert Riera. and Quartes. Sebi Quartes. Yeah. Yeah. He. Oh, what the, happened the, to the other day? I didn't see this. You got a message. Oh about yeah. Right? So Sebi Quartes had quite the evening the other day. He uh, got sent off and gave away three penalties. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds the like third my... penalty being a second yellow for um, the red. Bloody what hell. a night. And they who, lost 3-2 he... to like Rio Ave or who something. Who does he like. play for? Sporting. He plays for Sporting? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they're title challenging, supposedly. God. Not if they've got semi classes at the back. Yeah. <laughs> but the lad can do... I didn't know he played for Sporting. Did he play against us in the summer? Yeah. Oh. Uh, did he? I didn't yeah, watch I think games. he did, yeah. I think Tell he him did. to get a word in Bruno Fernandes is there. I know. Yeah. Who would have thought that Fernandes would have stayed? Yeah, weird one. Can't believe that. Can't believe that. Talking of shit centre backs as well, Quartas made me think of it. But we, we used to love Ilori. Yeah, we, you say we. All right, you I loved, fucking loved you loved Ilori. Pure pace. Who was it who said he's going to be like the. Was it Brendan? Probably. Brissel said he'll be the world's best centre back. Did he? Someone, when we signed him, said that, said that we've like got that. an absolute gem and he's like going to be a world beater. Oh, God. Sounds like a Brendan thing to say. It does. But anyway, listeners, can you tell we've been missing the football after that? <laughs> That's it. We've, we've just gone on a serious tangent. Just a bit of a rambling. Um, as always, guys, thank you very much for listening. You can get us on our website, www.theredebate.com. You get us on Twitter, at The Red Debate. Instagram, which we've just kind of started doing properly, at The Red Debate. And where else can you find us? Facey B. That's a bit. Oh, yeah, you do the Facebook. The Red Debate, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah all the usual channels you can think of. Thank give you very much. Yeah, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, share, play us in your office, play us in your car on the way to work, burn it onto CDs, check them out, <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Anyway, thank you very much. Cheers. Bye.